Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Welcome to XM.com. This is the Weekly Outlook. I'm Christina Marujos, and joining me today is Mario Sajikiriakos, Investment Analyst. We saw the Democratic Party gaining the Senate majority a few days ago, injecting a fresh dose of optimism in the markets, which rallied on the back of this, despite the shocking images of Trump supporters storming the Capitol. What can this mean to the American economy? Hello, Christina. Well, the social unrest part is not really important as far as the markets are concerned. The consensus seems to be that this was an isolated event and that we will have a smooth transition of power in a few days. Now, the Senate flip is actually extremely important. It suggests that moving forward, it's going to be much easier for the Democrats to introduce massive spending packages in case anything goes wrong during the recovery phase. Now, overall, I think investors are convinced that we are entering a new era of runaway deficit spending. And the icing on the cake is that we might get a stimulus, but we are unlikely to get any tax increases because the Democratic majority in the Senate is so slim. So it's really a a win-win scenario for the markets. Now, overall, the dominant force right now, the main driver for the markets is stimulus. The lesson that we learned from last year was that when cheap central bank money meets massive government relief, the markets are very happy to ignore any grim developments and instead they focus on the light at the end of the tunnel. So I would argue that as long as we don't have any catastrophic developments like a new virus mutation that is immune to the existing vaccines, for example, it's very difficult to argue for any significant setbacks in risk appetite. So overall, I think that the party in the stock market is very likely to continue unless we get one of these, let's say, catastrophic risks materializing. Now, staying in the U.S. for a little bit more and looking at the calendar, one would say that it's going to be a relatively quiet week. However, we do have an important report out on Wednesday, CPI data for December. The following day, Fed Chair Powell will also hold a speech. So how do you see the dollar performing this week? The dollar is really tricky right now. Normally, you could expect higher expectations for bigger and bigger U.S. government deficits to hurt the dollar. But this week, we saw exactly the opposite play out. Because investors were pricing in the bigger deficits, they were dumping U.S. government bonds that pushed the yields on those bonds higher and that made the dollar a little bit more attractive and it helped the reserve currency to stage a small rebound. Now, as far as next week is concerned, the main event is the CPI inflation data. I don't think that's going to be a huge event, but it will be very interesting to see whether we start seeing inflationary pressures gain some steam in the coming months. That will be quite important about the Fed's next step. So, for example, if we see inflation picking up, that could diminish any surviving hopes for the Fed to add even more stimulus in the coming months. Now, as far as the dollar is concerned, unlike most strategists, I am not bearish on the dollar. I am neutral and even slightly positive on the reserve currency. And my thinking is this. Yes, we have the massive deficits in the US. And yes, we have fading safe haven demand for the dollar. But at the same time, the US economy is performing much better than the Eurozone. So most of the Euro area 
Korea is still in a lockdown, the UK is in a lockdown, and the stimulus measures in those economies are much weaker than what we've seen in the US. So the US economy is much stronger right now. You also have stimulus in the pipeline already, and you might get even more stimulus packages down the road. So overall, I see an environment where the US is going to be growing faster than other regions in the coming year. And ultimately, I think that will matter. We are not quite there yet, and we might see a little bit more pain for the dollar in the very short term. But from a longer term perspective, I think that a relative economic performance is going to start to matter quite a lot. And that could help the dollar stage a, a more significant recovery later in the year. And finally, turning to the UK now, it will release its GDP report for November on Friday. Now, the report might disappoint as it covers a time when the UK was in lockdown. So how will the pound likely move? Well, I very much doubt that the GDP data are going to matter a lot for the pound, Christina. I think that the data are going to be seen as outdated. They have the data for November and we're already in the new year. And instead, I think that with Brexit out of the way, the main variable for the pound right now is how quickly the vaccine deployment goes. So right now, the UK is playing a rolling shutdown game. Every time there's a spike in cases, more and more areas are placed in a strict lockdown. And that will continue until the masses are properly vaccinated. So the real question is, how quickly do we get there? And that, I think, will determine the pound's performance over the coming months. Marios, thank you for joining me today. And thank you for watching the Weekly Outlook here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.